Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of I Am Podcast. I am your host, Chelsea Langerud, and today I'm going to be talking with a guest about growing up in the medical world. Now it's time to welcome Matilda to I Am Podcast. Matilda is here to share her story and experiences. So, hi, Matilda. Thanks for joining us. Hi. I'm so happy to have you on. Super excited for this. So, yeah, thanks for joining and thanks for saying yes. I always appreciate having new people and having new voices come on. Um, Of course. So, let's just begin briefly by having you share a little bit about yourself, just a little background and just who you are, what your life has looked like up to this point. So, thank you. And when I was about six months old, I had a liver transplant. And then when I was born, I had a cataract in my eye. And that's when all the eye and medical stuff started in my life. And then six months old, I had a liver transplant. And then fast forward 13, no, 10 years. When I was like 10 or 11, my liver went into failure. And then that's when I was going to rejection and I was on steroids and stuff. So I got like really insecure and I started really feeling bad about myself and stuff like that. And then in October 2021, I got a drainage implant in my left eye to relieve the pressure from glaucoma. And then in March 2021, I got another tube. but. And one of those surgeries, a cell got into my eye when I was under anesthesia and I was diagnosed with epithelia downgrowth and that ended up having to get my eye removed. So yeah, that's kind of like where that all came from. Thank you so much for sharing all of that. I really appreciate your honesty and just coming on here and sharing a little about your life and I can definitely relate to a lot of that obviously you know everybody's story is different but I also grew up with a lot of medical stuff going on so I'm glad that we have that in common can understand and relate in that aspect and so I'm just kind of curious I know for me with so much medical stuff going on sometimes it's hard to comprehend or like really understand and process what we have going on in the moment and it's not really until later in life where we get a better understanding and can look back and really know the depth of what we've gone through if that makes sense yeah no I get that if you experienced that when did you kind of experience that not the aha moment I don't really know what to call it but just a, a better understanding of wow I've been through x y and z and this is how i feel about it looking at it now um probably this summer of 2020 yeah 20 the summer 2022 where like i couldn't do anything i was inside all the time because of my light sensitivity i was in like chronic pain so i think that's when i felt like really closed in like depressed like all of this has happened to be like why this is all 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can definitely relate to that once again. And I've had a lot of those moments that kind of out of nowhere, everything hits at once, I guess. And it all can kind of fall into place for lack of better words or just kind of hit at once to really understand that this is what I have been through. This is what I'm going through. And also just trying to understand the future for it as well. And so kind of piggybacking off of that, what would you say has been the heaviest part of your medical stocks? I know for both of us, it hasn't just been our eyes that we've dealt with and have had experiences with medically. So I'm just kind of curious. I mean, obviously every single part of what we go through carries so much weight and it has an impact and is heavy. But if you could identify one area either that keeps coming up or that you refer back to or had a lot of weight, what would you identify, if any? I kind of have two big things. Getting a new liver and getting a new eye. And that's kind of hit me hard because I'm like lost a part of myself that I knew. And to the liver, I didn't really like know my liver, quote unquote. But I never got to go to the beach with a normal stomach. I have this gaping scar on my stomach. And I have like, quote unquote, two belly buttons from tubes that went into me. So I think that's a pretty big one. And then losing an eye because it's kind of obvious and people notice it more all year round, not just in the summer. So yeah, I think that's like the two big Yeah, well, thank you for sharing. And I definitely understand and hear you on all of that. And it kind of makes me think of just how much progress we go through to really get to a place to accept what we've been through. So how has it been for you to process through and try and learn just to accept if you're at that place or just where you're currently at, viewing all of this medical stuff that you've been through, just what has that thought process and journey been like for you and where are you now, you know, and what were some potential struggles with that as well as just some highlights or some good moments in that as well. I know it's kind of a loaded question, so you can break it down how you want, but yeah, I think I kind of like think about it. I'm always going to have to deal with this. There's always going to be like a bump, but there's something bigger for me. Like for you, like, yeah, this podcast that helps so many people. And I just mm-hmm. hope that something like that will happen for me, you know? Like wanting to use your story and your experiences to help other people or like wanting to have a purpose for having all of this done to me and just something bigger, you know? Yeah. I mean, even just taking opportunities like this, I think says a lot because what grade are you in now? In seventh grade. Okay. Yeah. I, I could definitely say, I mean, middle school is very challenging for me, but I wore a prosthetic up until college so nobody really knew that I had any sort of medical stuff going on unless I told them they obviously knew like doctor's appointments I would talk to with friends like why I would miss school but I just tried as hard as I could to kind of hide that so just knowing that you've you know said yes and been able to come to a place to talk 
about this so openly and honestly is really, really admiring. And so I can definitely see that you were just at a way different place than I was in middle school, which I, again, just really admire you for and I'm proud of you for because that's that's huge. And that's just going to enhance really the minute that you're able to talk about what you've been through and process it and meet other people who've experienced the same is when you're really able to just advance from there and enhance that acceptance and that journey and things are going to find you along the way. I never thought that I'd be so open about my experiences and bring other people on to talk about like podcasts and blogs, but it all kind of falls into place at its timing. And I definitely just knowing where you are now, I know that huge things are going to come your way to be able to give you a platform for yourself. And do you know what you would want to do, like what that looks like or anything that you have goals for, anything in mind around like sharing your story? Yeah, I know it sounds like every kid wants to be famous and be like rich and stuff. I want to be an actor or just like somebody who touches hearts all around the world. Definitely, yeah. Just someone that's in like the public eye and has a voice and a lot of good power you know just a lot of influence that they bring to other people I've always felt the same I've seen a lot of people in positions of power or just that have a large following and I always kind of try to put myself in their shoes or you know feel a certain way about not having that same opportunity because I always thought and believed and hoped that I could offer something substantial because of what I have gone through so I definitely understand that and I can definitely wholeheartedly see that for your future if not near future so thank you yeah yeah and I know you said that you had your eye removed and had a lot of different things leading up to that so I'm curious if you're comfortable sharing just how life has been for you and what life has looked like for you now versus before getting your eye removed just kind of the differences uh similarities like processing through that and navigating life like what has looked different what has looked similar anything like yeah yeah well different i definitely think now I get more looks, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, wait, like, what's wrong with her? So, like, stuff like that. But something funny that like, I know I'll share with you, Chelsea, but just other people listening to this, me and my mom, um, we're very close. And when I had my conformer, my clear prosthetic in, where you can actually see the redness behind the eye, we would play a game to see how many people would look at it or look at me and it was just kind of funny and something I could look forward to I just I found it funny and I'm just happy I could find humor in it you know yeah that's amazing that's definitely a big part in just that acceptance and self-love journey really through all this medical stuff and I actually had a very I think I shared this with you when you told me that but I, I did something similar with my mom I would kind of see the difference of how many people looked when I had my prosthetic in versus out or kind of making a game with coming up with responses to give to people when they look so telling me that (laughs) 
Yeah, so being able to find light in what we've gone through, because I think so many people who haven't experienced what we have, they've looked at people in the medical world, patients, you know, people who've undergone surgeries, they Mm -hmm. kind of view it so seriously, like, oh, I feel so sorry for them, like, what happened? It's a lot of curiosity and misunderstanding, and so for us being able to not only find light in it but also to share that as well like it's not so serious yes we've gone through things but we also have had no choice especially us being so young we didn't really have the ability to say no to surgeries or yeah give our opinion yeah it's not like we could like have chosen like Mm -hmm. what we could go through it was just kind of like up in the air like oh this is best for her so we'll just have to do this Yeah, a lot of things decided for us and obviously with the best interest in mind and a lot of thought going on. But basically the idea that it's not a choice and we had no other option than to just continue on. And so I think it's important to share that. You know, a lot of people always tell me, you're so inspiring. And, you know, I I appreciate it because I think that it's a nice comment. And I've heard and seen a lot of other people and talked to a lot of other people with medical stuff and they kind of find that comment funny. I don't know. Yeah, and like being in middle school with this, like with having my prosthetic and everybody kind of knowing, it's either like, oh my gosh, Matilda, you're so strong. Stay strong. Or like, Matilda, why couldn't you just knock it the surgery? It sucks that like, it was not that hard. Like you could have dealt with it. Thanks. I appreciate it, but like, it's none of your business. I barely know you and I don't even know your name. Yeah. How do those comments make you feel? Like, what kind of goes through your head in those moments? Well, first thing, who are you? Like, I do not know you. And then the other thing, why would you, like, why would you say that? Like, you don't know the pain and all the stuff that I had to go through to get to this point. So why are you saying that I could have dealt with it? Like, and sometimes I say that, like, okay, you're funny and walk away. And then sometimes I just walk away. I just ignore it. Mm-hmm. It just yeah. kind of depends on how I feel. And like with this podcast, everybody listening that is in middle school or is in, or is in elementary or high school or even college, you're going to get those comments and there's good sides to having a prosthetic, but there's also going to be bad sides. There's going to be mean comments, but there's also going to be really empowering and nice comments and really empowering and nice people. But there's also be not very nice people. Yeah, yeah. And no, I, I appreciate you saying that because I think it's very important to note that it's not just one-sided. You know, I've met a lot of people that do have mostly positive experiences and comments and they barely receive negativity which is amazing but I also receive people who receive mostly negative comments and have Mm -hmm. negative experiences so it ranges quite a lot but it's basically just that reminder and acknowledgement that having something like we do there's going to be a mix of both and it's just learning how to accept that and respond to it and try best as we can not to take it personally and I know you you were saying when you see those, it's what goes to your head, the thought of they don't know what I've been through and all that I've really had to endure, just the pain and the 
struggle yeah. that I have gone through. What do you wish people knew in those moments or just in general about what you have gone through and other people like you? I wish those people would listen, maybe, if you were trying to explain everything. I just wish people would just listen for once, you know? I wish they'd take the time other mm-hmm. day to just kind of listen to what we have to go through. Yeah, I cannot agree more. And that's a large part of why I started advocating for myself and for other people with disabilities and people with similar stories, just trying to give a voice and a platform to that because I think a lot of the time that's what lacks that listening piece and that's why people don't understand. And so being able to give space for our voices and our experiences and, you know, not forcing anybody to listen, obviously it's up to them, but I think by other people choosing to listen, a lot of that misunderstanding, that gap can close and a lot of what we experience could be lessened because people would hear us out and hear what we have gone through and what we wish people knew because of it. You know, when I put myself in their shoes or I see someone else who may have gone through something, sometimes curiosity kicks in. It's like, what do they go through? Or just kind of different questions that arise with good intent. But it's also just talking to that person and understanding what is okay to ask and what is okay not to. I think that's important as well because people are very different with how open they are and what they want to share as well as just the place they're currently in with whatever they have going on because some people may be way more accepting of it and other people it might be a really really tough topic for them so yeah I completely agree and like your parents when you're a kid well most parents most teachers will say people always have something going on at home and like you do have to think about that because they could have something going on at home they can have medical issues they could be sick and you just you don't know it like with you you didn't tell people like everybody that you had one eye you kind of just kept it to yourself and that could be the same thing for other people and you kind of just have to think about it like well i'm not gonna go off or no i'm not gonna be mad at them because they might have something going on at home but like my dad and i'm really close with him too will always say, forgives, but you don't have to forget. You can forgive somebody, but you don't have to forget it. Like, like don't it. hold a grudge. And there's a saying, forgive and forget. But you don't always have to forget something. And I just think that that's a really good saying. And I love my dad for that because I use that all the time. Oh, well, I'll forgive them, I guess, but I'm not going to forget what they did and how they yeah. hurt me. Yeah, and I think that is important because sometimes it takes a long time to forgive, but you never are going to forget. And I I definitely don't forget comments that have come my way. I remember a lot of them and some yeah. of the most impactful ones. And I yeah, I think it takes a long time sometimes, sometimes a few hours, sometimes days and maybe even a week to get over some comments and experiences that we go through. But that's 
completely normal. It's completely up to us how we process that and how we handle different approaches because it's us in that position. It's not anybody else. So it's none of their business how we go about it. And I always say sometimes it depends on a multitude of factors and circumstances for how I go about comments or questions or whatever it may be, how I'm feeling about myself that day or as of recently before that comment. A lot of factors do contribute to how I go about sometimes I might want to approach it by saying something and giving a response and other times I just feel like walking away and having that be my response so I completely agree I really I really completely agree because sometimes it just really depends on my mood if I'm gonna say something or just walk away it just depends and that's okay yeah and the other thing is a kid came up to me in school one day and was like, Matilda, I completely understand what you're going through. Like, oh, how so? Like, in the mood, I should say something. Like, well, I had to go to the eye doctor one time and I had to get my eyes dilated. And if you know anything about going to the eye doctor, you, you get your eyes dilated, you get drops in your eyes and like you can't see anything. So I kind of was like, oh, okay. Like, you do not know what I'm going through, but I appreciate it. It'd be another thing if my friend did that. But if I don't know you, even if you're trying to help, it's better just to kind of leave me alone. And like for some people, that's their personality. Where they don't want to be left alone, they want people to go help them. And I'm like that sometimes too. But it was like right when I went to back to school after I was like homeschooled, like homebound. And they said that and it, it stuck with me. And I forgave them and I'm kind of friends with them now. But I'm not going to forget it, you know? Again, forgive, but you don't have to forget. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's really powerful. I think a lot of people listening will definitely be able to relate to that. And I know that just stems true for a lot of people that I've talked to. Just we can almost always recall different comments we received and how it affected us. And that doesn't go away. And it's hard to force it to go away because in the end that's just really what helped shape us and a lot of the negative experiences and encounters that we do experience just help to strengthen those parts of ourselves that have been in a vulnerable place it's always unfortunate that we've been through so much say with our eyes yet that is the one thing that people always see of course it's going to look visibly different than the norm, quote, 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 unquote, <laughs> normal. <laughs> but it's just something that we've gone through and experienced so much about having that be the one thing that's called out. It's just unfortunate, but, you know, it does strengthen us and it helps us to encounter future circumstances of the same matter. So, yeah, yeah. thank you for sharing course another thing is after lunch when i'm in science we play salad ball just as a game because you have like five more minutes of class so our teachers let's do whatever so you play silent ball and if you know how to play silent ball you have to be silent and you catch the ball but the person can make up a rule like she said clap once before you hold the ball or say something that describes what you learned today just something like that 
But there's one particular time she said, okay, now close one eye. I was like, what? And she was like, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. But this one kid that kind of my friend, but I've had problems with the past, just sort of dying laughing. It was like so embarrassing. And it was like, why are you laughing? It's not that funny. Mm-hmm. And he was like on the floor laughing. A lot of people just don't know how to encounter different <laughs> situations, which is unfortunate. You're going to get some more mature responses and people, and you're also going to find some not as mature responses. But that's just kind of what we've talked about in the past. It's honestly just a reflection yeah. of them. It says more about their character than it does ours. So, you yeah. know, and I even, someone, someone who I met with one eye and is a pretty big voice in the one eye community, Rachel, she was on a podcast recently and she explained how she, she grew up, her first prosthetic was, I think was when she was 18 months old. We both got our first prosthetic at 18 months, actually. But oh, okay. she said that she was always taught and grew up with the idea and just knowing that if someone says something, they obviously have something going on in their lives or there's something missing or they're feeling some certain way about themselves that they're just projecting onto other people. Yeah. And so every time she receives a comment, she just doesn't take it personally or tries not to because she knows that they're basically just talking about themselves and projecting it onto someone else. So I think, you know, that stuck out to me because I try as best as I can to view it that way when I receive something similar. It's not always going to be perfect, but, you know, that's just yeah. I, how I try to view it. Yeah, like, you try, like, every sense. It's not that hard. Just forget about it. It's not personal. They probably have something going on. but like. It's hard. It's hard to forget about it, and that's okay. Like it's 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 really difficult sometimes just to forget about something and to just let it blow over. Sometimes it's okay, but sometimes it's not. So yeah, yeah, definitely, I definitely agree. With all of what we're saying, and well, I guess we have talked about it, but it could be social or medical or personal things that we've gone through but what would you identify just as one out of everything we've talked about just one of the greatest challenges growing up with medical stuff as well as one of the the best moments or the highlights just overall doesn't have to be with one eye specifically but just anything whatever you feel you want to share yeah so the best thing is probably I got a lot of support and met a lot of people and just kind of reconnected with a lot of people with all my eye stuff like I lost all of my few friends that I had from sixth grade like I'm not friends with almost any of them but I have one of the best friend groups ever right now and I'm really grateful for that that's so amazing i'm so glad to hear that friends and support systems are really really helpful in getting us through everything medical or not 
just the craziness of life in general. So that's amazing. That, yeah, definitely is important and makes a really big difference. Yeah. So I'm so glad to hear that. <laughs> yeah. And this is the last question that I have right now. I know you mentioned a little bit before just talking to pe- people who are listening, either in elementary or middle school. But what advice would you give to someone else of any age who may be experiencing something similar to either what you have been through and what you're continuing to experience now? Just what what would you tell them? What would you let them know? That you've well, one of them, just like in general, popularity does not matter. And having a bunch of friends does not matter. I have a tight-knit friend group. And I'm okay with that. I used to try to be friends with all the popular kids and try to like get interlinked with them and form relationships with everybody. But I just end up getting disappointed. So only if you can have a bunch of friends, good for you. But don't focus on popularity. It's not that big of a deal. And then another thing is of like what you are what you're going through at first i was really ashamed of having one eye and having my liver stuff done but i'm more open about it now and i'm really happy i'm more happy now than i was when i hit it so i think that's my two big advice yeah that's amazing and i can definitely relate on both of those (laughs) so i appreciate you sharing all that and just everything that we've talked about today and now i just kind of want to open the floor for anything else that you would want to share any experiences or moments just anything you'd really want to talk about i i did have one other point that I know we've talked about if you want to share just any accommodations that you receive in school and how that is for you or if it's helpful Um, and if you'd recommend that other people going through something. I have a big recommendation. If you have a prosthetic and you have an IEP and you have accommodations, use them. Use your accommodations. You will not regret it. Like, I have an accommodation that I can use the restroom whenever I need to. And even though my teachers can sometimes be annoyed, it's okay because they can't do anything about it. And I can just go to the bathroom whenever I need to. If it's actually need to go to the bathroom, I need to talk to a friend, or I need to fix my eye, then I can just do it. And it's just nice to have that. Use your accommodations if you can because they're helpful. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm glad that you're able to use them and view it that way. I know it took a while for me to accept that I had accommodations and be okay to ask for them and want to use them. Like, don't be ashamed of having them. Because, yeah, for a while, I was like, oh, I'm not actually use these. Yeah. Um, It's just intended to help, and that's all it does. So I know that sometimes social stigmas and all can get in the way of that but that's what they're designed for and at the end of the day anything that someone experiences at any point in life it is most likely going to be forgotten about in 
very short time period, if someone sees you getting accommodation, they're not going to think about it nonstop. And if that changes their view or they say something, again, that's a them problem, not an us problem. So, you know. And also another kind of advice going off of what you're saying. I'm saying this in like the most positive way possible. You don't matter so much to people where all they're focusing on you. Like, do whatever you want. It doesn't matter. Nobody's looking at you. Nobody's focusing on you. Do what you want. Don't be ashamed. Yeah, I'm glad you mentioned that because I don't think I talk about that enough on my podcast here. I think it's hidden between the lines, but... Yeah, nobody is constantly observing what you're doing and how you're acting and what you're saying. It's just very uncommon for someone to closely observe everything that you're doing and saying and acting upon. So just do you. And at the end of the day, if they remember it or have a problem with it, it doesn't affect anything that you're doing. You're just living your life just as everybody else's. And that's the most important thing. We're all constantly learning and growing and making mistakes and learning from them. So as long as we are aware of that and can give ourselves some sort of grace, then that's all that really matters. Yeah. And like, don't hold yourself back just because you have a prosthetic or you have medical stuff going on. Yeah. So yeah. I think... That's, like, my biggest advice that I can give. Mm -hmm. Yeah, well, I really, really appreciate it, and I cannot agree more with everything we've talked about, and I really do appreciate having you on today and just taking the time and space to be open and share, and I just am so excited to see how many people this reaches that are in your shoes and your age. So, I mean, every time I talk to you, as well as everybody on this podcast that I've brought on, I receive so much from the conversations. So I really appreciate it. And I'll definitely have you back sometime soon. (laughs) I'm looking forward to it. Oh, and I know my parents are going to be listening to this. So hi, mom and dad. I love you. Thanks for everything. I love it. (laughs) But yeah, thank you again so much. I think that's really all for today, unless you have anything you want to add. I think that's it. Well, thank you so much for having me on one show, I really, really appreciate this opportunity. And yeah, thank you so much. Thank you. Bye. Bye. As we're closing out today's episode, I want to thank you so much for taking the time and choosing to listen to I Am Podcasts. Make sure to leave a review, subscribe, and share this podcast with a friend to help this platform reach as many people as possible. I encourage you to stay tuned for the next episode where I will be talking with a guest about advocacy. Remember to have a beautiful week and to choose love because at the end of the day, we have the power to choose, believe, and become who we want to be. Stay kind.